He's gonna go! He's at the 50! He's at the 40! He's at the 30! School's out! This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Catches! Foot in! Touchdown! This is Jeff Tedford. This is Mike Bobo. Fakes it, now has a blocker, runs out toward the right side, tries to dive for the pylon! This is Bob Davey. This is Matt Wells. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Looks, throws, end zone, touchdown! This is Nick Rulovich. This is Jay Norvell, head coach at the University of Nevada. This is Rocky Long. He's got a receiver across the middle, fighting for the end zone. Oh, man. This is Brent Brennan. This is Tony Sanchez. He's to the goal line, and he's in for six. This is Craig Thompson, commissioner of the Mountain West. And you're listening to... You are listening to... And you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. Here we go. Welcome into the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Crackman. Three weeks to go to determine who will represent the Mountain and West divisions in the 2017 Mountain West Football Championship game. And the division race is similar on both sides of the conference. Boise State leads the Mountain Division at 5-0 with a one-game advantage over Wyoming, but the Broncos also have the head-to-head tiebreaker by virtue of beating the Cowboys back on October 21st. Over in the West Division, Fresno State sitting at the top at 4-1 in conference with a one-game lead in the loss column and the head-to-head tiebreaker over San Diego State because of their win over the Aztecs in San Diego three weeks ago. So, it's there for the taking for both Boise State and Fresno State. We'll see if they can finish the job. Speaking of the Bulldogs, Fresno State and Wyoming each get win number six in Week 10, joining San Diego State, Colorado State, and Boise State as bowl-eligible teams in the Mountain West. Now with five bowl-eligible teams, this will be the 11th consecutive season. The Mountain West has sent at least five teams to the postseason. And in addition, Boise State and San Diego State both receiving votes in both the AP and coaches' polls. Coming up on this week's show, we'll look back at all the Week 10 action and get you set for Week 11. Plus, we'll check in with a couple of offensive linemen turned radio color analysts on the show this week. Rich Ornberger from San Diego State and the Aztecs Radio Network and Pete Cavender from Boise State and the Bronco Radio Network from Learfield. It's the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Tony Sanchez, head coach of the UNLV Rebels. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. It's a season-long quest for a reward that's as big as a mountain. Bangs his way into the end zone. Touchdown. 12 teams chasing one goal. The 2017 Mountain West Football Championship. It'll be decided December 2nd, and the game could be coming to your city. Throws it over the middle, and the pass intercepted. Bragging rights and conference supremacy are on the line, and you won't want to miss it. Follow your team's pursuit of the championship all season long by visiting themw.com. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. 
Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West champions in life. To find out more, visit us at the MW.com. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping Week 10 around the Mountain West, Wyoming wins the bronze boot, beating Colorado State 16-13 out in the cold rain and snow in Laramie. As Kellen Overstreet punches in a three-yard touchdown with 421 to play, Cowboys 4-1 in conference. Boise State handles Nevada 41-14 on the blue turf. Brett Rippon throws for 258 yards and two touchdowns, and the Bronco defense intercepts Nevada three times in the win. Utah State's defense recovers four New Mexico fumbles in a 24-10 road win in Albuquerque. It was Army over Air Force 21-0, first time the Falcons have been shut out since 1992. Johnny Stanton has started back-to-back weeks and led UNLV to wins in both games. Rebels beat Hawaii 31-23. San Diego State rushes for a school record 554 yards while throwing only seven passes in a 52-7 win at San Jose State. And it was Fresno State over BYU 20-13 as the Bulldogs become bowl eligible for the first time since 2014. We check in with San Diego State next after these words from your local state. This is Jeff Tedford, head football coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout.
This is Rocky Long, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. San Diego State has returned to their winning ways. The Aztecs beating San Jose State handily 52-7 last Saturday on the road. San Diego State on the bye this week before returning home to face Nevada on November 18th. Rich Ornberger is the radio color analyst on the Aztecs radio network and a talk show host on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. And he joins us right now to discuss San Diego State football at 8-2. and Rich, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Rich, from 6-0 and and ranked 18th in the country to then have back-to-back home losses to Boise State and Fresno State. In your mind, were those losses more about the play of San Diego State or really about what their opponents were able to do to shut down the Aztec offense? I think it was a little bit of both, honestly. I mean, this is a young team in a lot of places where it's tough to be young. Uh, defensively and offensively both. I think, by and large, the leadership uh, that had graduated uh, last year really, really encumbered them uh, during that two-game span where the going gets tough and normally you can turn to some of those guys who they had around the program for a while who had been through the wars who understand uh, how to come back from some deficits. And even though they showed some resilience early on, uh, they just weren't able to pull it together during that two-week stretch. Another uh, aspect of this is there were some injuries going around. And younger players, especially out of high school, sometimes it's the first time any of these guys have dealt with injuries in their playing career. So that becomes a very difficult thing to mentally get over that hump. And with the bye week all the way slated for week 11, which we're in right now, after playing 10 straight games, there was no reprieve in sight. So that was an issue with them. On the other side, Fresno and Boise, tip of the hat to them, defensively and offensively both. They played a little keep away with the running game, and they hemmed them up on the run game, which is everything that you need to do against Aztecs defensively because they are so potent running the ball. Rashad Penny, he's back. You speak about them being potent in the run game. Leading the nation in rushing, he's gone for just under 500 yards here in the last two games. Front runner for Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year. Rich, what makes Rashad Penny so special? It's just it's the leg drive. When he gets wrapped up at the line of scrimmage, it's rare that he gets dropped for a loss uh, because he's able to fall forward. Uh, hits the hole usually somewhere near top speed and uh, has that breakaway speed. You know, when he does get to the secondary and there's an opening and, and it's a foot race to the goal line, it's, there's very few people in this conference who can catch him, and that's what you've seen out of conference, too, in the two Pac-12 victories. Uh, you have a kickoff return for a touchdown against ASU and over 200 yards rushing, and then Stanford a lot of the same at home. Uh, it just He's an explosive running back with NFL size, and you could tell he spends a lot of time in the weight room under the squat rack because he can move people. He's a people mover, even though he's carrying the football. Defensively, the Aztecs have given up 30 or more points just once all season. When you call these games, what do you enjoy about watching Rocky Long scheme week in and week out? And is it the scheme or is it the athletes and the way that he fits it all together? It's really the fit. Uh, he has good enough athletes to fit this system. And what it is, it's a system where you're taking measured risks. He likes to gamble on the fact that you're going to have a hard time in college football finding a quarterback to consistently beat you deep. 
And that gamble pays off in a lot of ways because when you commit people to the line of scrimmage and get them up in a quarterback's face into the backfield and you have quarterbacks throwing in duress constantly, well, it's, it's very difficult to connect with a receiver even if he's got someone beat in man coverage when you're thrown off your back foot or you're thrown on the run or you're uncomfortable because you're getting hit a lot. And then likewise in the run game, when you can commit more players to the line of scrimmage and you have a lot of movement up front, yeah, sometimes the movement doesn't work and you get beat and there's a huge wide open gap and the play goes for 50. But for the most part, you're stopping those plays at the line of scrimmage or for a loss. Uh, There have been some games where that, that hasn't worked out or where they got a little conservative because their offense was really doing a nice job for a while uh, uh, controlling the clock and, and running the ball down people's throats. But overall, like you mentioned, the point totals have been low, and it's because they're able to get in the backfield a lot and factor uh, as much as any defense in this conference. Rich, what's the feeling around the program? Two games remaining, knowing the Mountain West Championship, which the Aztecs have won each of the last two seasons, is a long shot at best right now. The feeling I would say going into the home stretch of the season is just accomplish what you set out for, which is to give yourself the best opportunity to play in that championship game. I think that is the goal of every season, first of all, to get a bowl bid. Uh, that obviously advances the profile of the school to be seen during bowl season, but also to win that Mountain West championship. And while, yes, with a loss to Fresno and them leading the west side of this conference, Uh, If you can somehow find a way to finish the the season with having only those two losses on your record and Fresno stumbles down the stretch, you still have an opportunity to play in the championship game, and that's all you could ask for. So you take care of business against Nevada, you finish up at home against New Mexico, and then the chips will fall where they may. San Diego State now 8-2. and two. Rich Ornberger, color analyst on the Aztecs Radio Network and a talk show host on Extra 1360 Fox Sports in San Diego. Rich, good stuff. We appreciate the time. Thank you so much, and enjoy the bye week. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, well earned. We'll jump over to the Mountain Division, check in with Boise State as their radio color analyst Pete Cavender joins the show next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service. A bond uniting 12 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at the MW.com. 
It's a season-long quest for a reward that's as big as a mountain. Bangs his way into the end zone. Touchdown. 12 teams chasing one goal. The 2017 Mountain West Football Championship. It'll be decided December 2nd, and the game could be coming to your city. Throws it over the middle, and the pass intercepted. Bragging rights and conference supremacy are on the line, and you won't want to miss it. Follow your team's pursuit of the championship all season long by visiting themw.com. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor. But don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Brian Harson, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Boise State, the hottest team in the Mountain West, riding a five-game win streak and leading the Mountain Division with a 5-0 and conference record. Another impressive showing last week with a 41-14 home win over Nevada. And now it's another big test on the road at Colorado State. Joining us right now to discuss those Broncos, former Boise State offensive lineman and color analyst on the Broncos. Bronco Radio Network, Pete Cavender. Pete, welcome back to the show. Hey, Nate. Thanks for having me on. Let's start big picture. Week four, Boise State loses at home in disappointing fashion, 42-23 to Virginia. Then a bye week, and the Broncos haven't lost since. What suddenly clicked that has Boise State winning in impressive fashion week in and week out? Well, really, ever since that bye week in Virginia, that was kind of a good uh, punch in the face, I guess, for the team to realize that, hey, this is how far that you've kind of slipped to some degree. And if you want to get back in those big bowl games or even get back to winning a conference championship, uh, there's a lot of changes that need to be done. And uh, so during that bye week, they really did focus on fundamentals. You look at the offensive line, they went and sled to work on leverage and trying to get pushed to try to get the running game going. They look at quarterbacks, just did a lot more like target type of drills in their passes. Uh, running backs as opposed to trying to hit home runs on each one of their carries, just trying to vision the hole, and sometimes a three-yard gain is better than, than a no gain just because you're trying to do too much back there. And the defense, too, has been really great all season long with the exception of that one game. That was a wake-up call to them as well to tell them that, hey, if you don't bring your you know game day mentality each week, trying to get better, trying to improve, and do the little things like communicate, anyone can come out here and score a lot of points against you. And so it really was a wake-up call for the team. And ever since that, uh, coming out of that bye week, going on the road at BYU, at San Diego State. You know, the Broncos are 2-2 two two at that point, and I think a lot of people questioned about uh, how the season was going to end up. But I think for that challenge to face them coming out of that bye week, help them stay focused on that. And we just saw a different team come out in Provo, Utah. The offense was a little bit more balanced. The running game was going there. That was Alexander Madison's first 100-yard rushing performance of the game. Uh, the offensive line didn't give up any sacks against the Cougars or San Diego State. Uh, the defense has been dominant. And then uh, Brett Rippon seems like he's starting to find his mojo, too. And then when you add the talents in of, like, Montel Cozart, who's more of the mobile quarterback for the Broncos, uh, this is a tough team to plan against. Yeah, the dual quarterback system that Boise State has used this year. Let's focus on Rippon for a minute. His play... I think could have been characterized as inconsistent at best through most of the first half of the season. Last two weeks, throwing for 259 yards a game with five touchdowns and no interceptions. What do you attribute this to? How did Rippon get so hot? Well, I just think he stopped you know, really trying to worry about things. And That was one thing about uh, Rippon is that he's used to playing 
really at a high level. And you look at really his first game was playing on the road at Virginia two years ago. And came out of the gate, and I believe he was the Mountain West Conference Offensive Player of the Week that week. And so uh, now that he's kind of faced a little bit of adversity this year, he got knocked out of that Washington State game. Uh, he's having to share some time with Montel Cozart. This is all new to kid that uh, was, you know, the nephew of Mark Rippon. Uh, you know, we all know his backstory and, and, and all that good stuff. But uh, he never had faced adversity truly. And so I think that he faced that, kind of had to go through the fire, you know, the iron sharpened the iron sort of say. Uh, he kind of had a better understanding, okay, what he needs to do to get back to the level he can perform. And, and uh, you know, really looking at when he started to take off, you know, the last two weeks playing at Utah State, uh, the last time the Broncos visited Logan, that was a disaster performance by the offense with all kinds of turnovers, seven of them in the first half. And I think that was kind of, a, once again, a, something that Rippon approached, saying if I don't focus in on this game and bring my best foot forward, um, it could be another bad day. And I just think kind of having that focus, having that drive to really uh, try to pursue for perfection, sort of say, and say that you know we can do uh, control our own destiny as long as we come in, prepare each week in and out, and uh, just take care of our own business. And I think that's what Brett Rippon is doing. He's having faith in his own system and, and uh, throwing the ball with accuracy and confidence. Defensively, the Broncos given up just 12.6 points a game on the win streak. Kelton Moore in Nevada was the first back to rush for over 100 yards against Boise State this season. Who have really been the standout performers in your mind with as dominant as this defense has been? Well, I think you got to start with the middle linebacker, and that's Leighton Vanderash, and he's a little walk-on. I shouldn't say little. He's a big guy. He's about six foot four and 230 pounds, but He's a walk-on from Riggins, Idaho, which played eight-man football. So kind of just one of those old-school hidden gems that uh, Boise State's kind of seemed to find over the years. And he's just been a workhorse. He's probably the most athletic player on the Broncos' entire offensive team. I mean, he can slam dunk the basketball pretty better than any basketball uh, guys on, on Leon Rice's basketball squad here in town. Uh, he's a guy that can run sideline to sideline, really do well in the pass game is, is, is on top of being a dominant force in the run game. Uh, then you look at another guy like DeAndre Pierce uh, and, and uh, Nawahine, the two safeties that Boise State has. Those are guys that fly around, have a lot of confidence, uh, help supporting the run, but they're good lockdown type of safeties as well. And so there's kind of a few all-stars on this defense, but when you look at them as a whole, I think uh, you, you kind of take them as a unit, and that's why they've been so successful. I mean, you look at the five-game winning streak that Boise has been on, uh, only one team has been able to score seven out of BYU, and the rest has just been 14, so they're only giving up about 12 points a game during the five-game five, five game winning streak. And if you have that type of production from your defense and the offense, it's just you know, giving them some patience, let them come along, let them kind of find their rhythm, which it looks like they finally have. Uh, this could be a making of another championship uh, type of run for Boise State. All right, Pete, speaking of championship runs, the Mountain Division title, it's there for the taking with three games to go. It won't be easy at Colorado State, back home against Air Force, and then on the road at Fresno State. You know, since last winning the conference championship in 2014, there's been a pattern of fizzling out down the stretch for Boise State. What is Brian Harson doing to make sure there's no repeat performance in 2017? I think it's just trying to talk about the focus. I mean, the Boise State, they only have to look last year on, on what happened we lost a little bit of a focus is, is they, you know, came up short at Laramie, you know, it spilt over to the air force game, I feel like, and then, and then have the disastrous performance in the cactus bowl. And that's just because I think they kind of lost focus a little bit. Uh, maybe the fire died out or what have you, but uh, this is a young team that I think has uh, a point to prove and they want to prove that they're still top dog in the mountain West conference. And um, like I said, that Virginia game was quite a wake up call for Boise state. And that bye week afterwards could not have been at any better time because this is a team that's, uh, playing the best uh, that their their capability, I think they're continuing to get better too. And so, 
Uh, even though Colorado State, maybe the, the game loses a little bit of luster with their tough loss up in Laramie last week, uh, this is still a game I think that both teams are looking at as, as almost a de facto uh, mountain division type, type of uh, championship game. Uh, and so Boise State's expecting Colorado's best shot. That's what happens when you're a Bronco. Week in, week out, you're always going to everyone's best shot. And so uh, you better be ready to deliver as well. Yeah, Boise State in Fort Collins to play Colorado State coming up on Saturday night. Pete Cavender, former Boise State offensive lineman and color analyst on the Bronco Radio Network. Pete, thank you as always. Have a safe trip to Colorado. Enjoy that game coming up on Saturday night. Thank you, Nate. Looking forward to it. We'll preview Week 11 around the Mountain West, including that Boise State-Colorado State matchup next after these words from your local station. This is Mike Bobo, head coach of the CSU Rams. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. The Week 11 schedule gets going Friday night in the Mountain West. UNLV hosting BYU in non-conference play at 7.30 Pacific time in a game you can watch on ESPN2 and the Watch ESPN app. The Rebels needing two more wins to reach bowl eligibility. They've won back-to-back games with Johnny Stanton starting at quarterback, and the Mountain West has beaten BYU in three of four matchups this season. 
Five games Saturday starting at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We get it going with a West Division matchup between a pair of rebuilding programs, San Jose State at Nevada. That game streaming on ESPN3. Spartans linebacker Frank Ginda leading the nation with 140 total tackles this season for an NCAA best 14 tackles a game. Then at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, it's New Mexico, hoping to snap that four-game losing streak on the road at Texas A&M in non-conference play. That game on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. Big one in the West Division, Fresno State at Hawaii at 6 p.m. Hawaii time. That's 8 p.m. Pacific time on Spectrum Sports Pay-Per-View. Jeff Tedford has led Fresno State to the nation's best win improvement. The Bulldogs already plus five over where they finished a season ago. And then a couple of monster games in the Mountain Division. First, Wyoming goes on the road to Air Force at 8.15 Mountain Time on ESPNU and the Watch ESPN app. Must win for the Cowboys, hoping to keep pace with Boise State. While Air Force hopes to bounce back from their disappointing loss to Army, in which they were shut out for the first time in their last 306 games. Speaking of Boise State, the Broncos take the field at 8.30 Mountain Time on the road at Colorado. State that game on CBS Sports Network. Boise State a perfect six and zero all time against CSU since joining the Mountain West back in 2011, and they're rolling here in 2017, carrying a five game win streak into this matchup. That Bronco defense allowing only 12.6 points per game during that run. Utah State and San Diego State both idle this week, and that will do it for the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any of this show, you can listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page on the MW.com. You can also download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And, of course, follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West and like the Mountain West Conference on Facebook. I'm Nate Kreckman. Enjoy the games this weekend. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here. Right here. Right here. Right here on This Week in the Mountain West.